Hello, Sacred Bombshell Tribe. How are you today? Abiola Abrams broadcasting from sacredbombshell.com and Sacred Business Academy. I have, I think that this is a really important conversation uh, that we need to have today that people, people for some reason have been talking to me a lot about grief. The only reason I say for some reason, um, I've always been that person that people come to uh, and talk to about things that are going on in their lives that they've never told any other person. And so I guess in that way that it's always been my calling, but I guess I've been hearing many more stories of grief. And I've had my fair share of grief in my life as well that my mother and my father each have seven to 10 siblings each. So that's seven to 10 aunts and uncles on each side, uh, plus you know all of their kids, I have a huge, huge, huge family, which is a blessing, but it also means for large amounts of loss. I remember that there was one year, I think it was 2011, when I lost 10 members of my family and a friend, that there was one particularly horrible day where I went to go visit my Uncle Steve in the hospital, and the very same day I had to go visit my friend Aaron in the hospital. My uncle Steve was dying of cancer and diabetes. And my friend Aaron was dying of cancer and he was a young man. And so grief exists, but we don't talk about it enough as a society because frankly, we're uncomfortable with death. We're uncomfortable with the thought of dying, but grief is something that we will all deal with. And so this is an important conversation. So, um, I applaud all of you who've been asking me for advice on this topic, and uh, today I'm specifically answering the question of a woman who left a comment the other day on our Spiritpreneur School broadcast, and I commend you, Tandi G. Her first name is Tandi. Her last initial is G for your question, and uh, this is for you and for you if uh, you are going through any sort of grief. I'm going to read Tandi's letter, but first let me just say this. There are all kinds of grief that we will experience in our lives. There, you know, grief is about loss and about separation. And so there is natural grief that happens when, for example, you lose a job. There is grief at the end of a relationship. There is grief at any moment where you say, this is not what I thought it would be. Or even if you see something coming and, you know, just dealing with that separation. And so let me read Tandi's letter just so you can have a perspective on what she is dealing with. Put on my glasses here. Um, okay. So Tandi's letter is, she wrote, greetings. What about if you know, if you already know your calling but have lost a parent? How do you regain strength to be that anointed, radical, empowered soul, given that you are a believer in faith, but somehow your being is not balanced emotionally, physically, or mentally? Again, Tandi, you know, uh, thank you for having the courage to send me that letter. And I also want to just acknowledge your loss my deepest, deepest, deepest condolences that 
what you are experiencing is primal loss. The loss of a parent is something that I would argue that you never get over. And what you're going through is hard. And I usually re-language myself. I'm, it's very important to me, the language and the words that we speak. And I usually would re-language myself instead of the word hard to use challenging. But losing a parent, someone who gave birth to you, someone who you love is just straight up hard. And my heart goes out to you. And my heart goes out to your family. That this year my dad has been sick and I've been a part of his care team and his prayer team, and luckily he is on the mend. But I have to tell you that there are times where I haven't been as functional as I usually would be because my heart is elsewhere. My brain is focused on his wellness. And so I can't even begin to imagine the loss that you are experiencing, that when I was, my mother was full grown and in college when she lost my grandparents, both of her parents, and she felt like an orphan. And so, you know, be easy with yourself. Be easy with yourself that, you know, my best friend lost her mom when she was about 12 and she still hasn't gotten over it. That there are five stages of grief. There is denial, which is also, you know, numbness or shock. And I believe that our bodies, our mind creates this state for our bodies to be able to, uh, ease into what we have to deal with. Sometimes people have to plan a funeral or things like that, that if you were really in grief in, in it, in it, you wouldn't be able to function. And so our body has this protective mechanism that is denial or numbness or shock. There is bargaining. There is depression, sadness, which is a normal, healthy reaction to something sad happening in your life. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be medicated away if you are not having a chemical, uh, chemical imbalance or chemical depression. If you are sad because of something sad happening, that is normal. There's anger which is, a no, again, a normal, healthy reaction, being rightfully pissed off that why didn't things go another way? You know, a part of bargaining, for example, that I mentioned earlier is saying, well, what could I have done differently in this situation? What could have happened to have played this out differently? Why aren't things different? Then there is acceptance, uh, which is, you know, hopefully where we all come to to be able to just accept what has happened. And that could take months, that could take years, that could take a lifetime. Um, when my family lost my mom's sister, my aunt Sylvie, it took me a very, very long time to come to that. What I want to tell you also is that uh, grief is not a, a linear, straight path. Like you're going to go through all these different stages and then be, hallelujah, I'm healed. That our lives are not linear. Our mind, our emotions, our spirituality is not linear. And so you could think that you dealt with something and it'll come back around again in other ways and other, other, other places in your life. That also grief waits. If you stay in numbness or denial or think I'm just going to work and put my head to the grindstone and not think about it, grief waits. And so you want to, to answer uh, the young lady's question, you want to deal with your grief in a healthy way. I recommend support groups that when I was grieving, um, going through a big uh, personal grief in my life, 
a support group was very, very helpful for me. You can find one through the bigger churches, like the Unity Churches. You can find something non-sectarian or religious if that's what you're looking for. Ask the hospitals. Hospitals tend to have support groups. Check meetup.com or even Craigslist. Yes, Craigslist. And find a support group. Even if you go there and you don't speak, there's something very, very powerful about being in the presence of other people that have dealt with and are going through what you are going through. Okay? Self-care is very, very important. Be easy on yourself. Love up on yourself. Pour love into yourself. Be around positive people. Have a prayer or meditation practice, whatever you believe in. Um, don't question, well, why isn't my faith stronger? Why am I dealing with this? Why am I angry? You are human. And so it is human to be wherever you are with whatever you are dealing with. Like I said, love up on yourself. Take good care of yourself. Um, nurture yourself. Eat good food, food that loves you back. And just... Be as well as you can be under these circumstances. You have lost a parent, um, and it is normal to be to feel frozen, to feel shocked, to feel momentarily paralyzed. Maybe what you can do, since you know your calling, is to have your grief be in service to your calling, or your calling be in service to your grief. And for example, if you're a filmmaker, maybe you could make a film about people dealing with loss. Or if you are a counselor, maybe you could work with a grieving community for a while. Um, giving to others is a very healing thing to do at this time. And again, just be where you are. Journaling, journal therapy is very, very important. Very, very powerful. If a support group is not for you, find some other kind of counseling or coaching or support because that is going to be essential. You having another person to bear witness to what you're dealing with at this time, okay? And I think that the most important thing for you, Tandi, and for you, if you are watching this and dealing with the, with grief of any kind, number one, don't ever let anyone try to rush or belittle your grief or say, why aren't you past this yet? Or why are you grieving? You only lost a job or lost a husband or lost a pet or lost whatever. Your grief requires no justification in time or circumstance to any other living being. The second thing, and this is the key, is that love never dies. The situation may change, the circumstances may change, but love never dies. And so get quiet and feel your loved one with you. Enjoy your memories of them. It, that is not wallowing to take the time to enjoy what you have experienced. Think about them on the holidays, depending on your belief system, light a candle for them. And, you know, you may not be able to have those face-to-face -face conversations, but you can feel them. You can feel them in your heart. You can feel them with you. And so just feel them. Just enjoy them and enjoy that love and the blessing that you had to have experienced that. Okay? Again, my deepest, deepest condolences if you are watching this for your loss. Something that you may find helpful is EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. Uh, do a search for it on YouTube for Emotional Freedom Technique for Dealing with Grief and Loss. Okay. I will talk to you soon. And you have all of my love and all of my thoughts. Hmm. Namaste.